I have a confession. I am. I have been looking forward to this next conversation more so than any segment on today's episode of Live Mike. Why? Well, because I'm going to be speaking with a Boy Scout. Yeah, uh, Neil Smalley from Provo has earned every single merit badge available. There are 137 total. He's earned all 137. Now, why Why am I so excited for this conversation? Well, the truth is I really am only pretending to be an adult. And we talk about, uh, you know, grown-up boring topics all day on this program. Uh, but when I get to speak about something <laughs> where I get to remember, you know, the days of being young and running through the woods and hanging out with my friends and uh, my dad, the scoutmaster for a time, taking us out on camping trips. Uh, Some of the most beautiful memories I have come from those days. Any chance uh, that I can get out of the adult mentality and start remembering uh, my uh, my well-remembered days of uh, Boy Scouting, I, I jump at that opportunity. And so, so Neil, uh, first off, uh, welcome to the program. And I have to, I have to offer you a just huge congratulations. 137 merit badges—that's an incredible uh, accomplishment. Welcome to the program, Neil. Yeah, thanks for having me. Now you are. Yeah, thanks again. You're 17 years old. Uh, when did you? When were you able to? When, when did you get the last of all the 137 merit badges? Just recently, a few months ago, I think it was October, actually. And what was the so what was the been, last one? The last one was scuba diving. Yeah, scuba diving. Uh, did you? Where did you do that? Did you do that in a pool, or we've got some caves around here? Yeah, yeah. So the so they train you in a pool. That's where you learn the first safety skills, and then they move over to the crater. Have you ever been to the Midway Crater? I, I haven't, but I, I want to. Tell me about it. You enjoyed it? Yeah. So it, it's like 60 feet deep. It's really dark. It looks like an alien made it. It's very intimidating, <laughs> but it's a cool experience. Um, That's where they train you. Very cool. Uh, what was the What was the last requirement from the from the book that you had to accomplish? So um, you the very last one in the packet, I think, is they tell you the careers. But the last thing for the certification is to show the skills. Yeah. Well, how'd it feel when you when you finish that last requirement on the last of all those 137 merit badges? It was good. This is like a six to four year goal that's finally been wrapped up, completed. You know, a lot of memories. It was. It felt very fulfilling. Uh, exciting. I, I want to hear about some of those memories in a moment. But can I talk to you about one merit badge in particular? Uh, I, I was a, you, may, you may have heard me. I was a Boy Scout myself a few years ago, uh, earned my Eagle Scout, so we're in the club there together. Uh, my favorite merit badge was Wilderness Survival, specifically oh, yeah. the requirement where you have to go build yourself a shelter and sleep in that shelter uh, o- overnight. Do, do you remember building your shelter? Yeah. In fact, we called it the prison because okay. it was just like four trees and then just some lazily stacked surrounding it. There was no roof. Luckily, it didn't rain. Oh, uh, no. I had the worst kink in my neck. The, the roof's was, the most important fun. part. It's true, but yeah, you know, scouts, you're like 13. You don't think that far ahead. Where Where did you build the prison, uh, and what time of year? I think, well, we were actually at a scout camp. I think it was Blue Mountain. Okay. 
it, it was summertime, so that's a relief. A little easier. Yeah. If I remember mine, it was, I think it was fall because the ground was wet. That was one thing we had to deal with, like the wet fallen leaves. And then it did rain that night, and we knew it was going to rain, and so we had to deal with a shelter. If I remember, the, the way I did mine, there was a, a fallen tree, a big tall one, uh, or a big thick tree, and I took uh, like some support sticks and put them down there at the at the end and then had two parallel uh, logs running, you know, perpendicular to that uh, that toppled tree. Then I just threw some brush over the top, uh, some pine needles, climbed underneath, and uh, and that kept the rain off me at least. But wilderness survival. Uh, the, sometime in adulthood, I think I'm going to go back and just run through the the requirements on how to survive out there in the wilderness, including building a new shelter. I watch those survival shows on TV and get all excited. Uh, tell me, Neil, your your favorite merit badge of these 137. Which was your favorite to 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 earn? Yeah, so my favorite's either welding or horsemanship. I really like welding because it's very simple. It's like a bright, loud glue gun. And it comes out really nice. You can build a lot of things. Just a really good core skill. And the people that were teaching me were just really positive, and they had a lot of good feedback and all-around good experience. Did you come away with uh, something that you made, or were you just welding pieces of scrap metal together? What was uh, what'd you come up with? Yeah, we welded some angles. I think I did my initials. Um, yeah, it was pretty simple stuff. It wasn't anything too tedious, but it uh, was good. Enough to earn I the really enjoyed it. What was the What was yeah. the most difficult of those 137? Yeah, scuba diving by far was the most difficult. It took the longest, and it was strenuous because... Scuba diving is like a mental game where you're disoriented under the water. It's kind of dark. You're basically breathing through a life support system, right? And the environment's completely new to you. Like, most people don't breathe underwater on a regular basis. So having to pass off skills where you would be in an emergency situation in a new environment is kind of dazzling, disorienting, and it's... It's really tough to get the hang of it. Yeah. Uh, did, did you did you feel the most uh, accomplished and the most joy after completing the most difficult merit badge? Yeah, no. I had a good counselor who helped me out, so I was able to do it. But, yeah, no, it was a huge relief to be able to finally gain the skills and get the experience. Yeah. Uh, if I remember anything about the merit badge uh, process, it was it was a hard one for me. Uh, I, in fact, I think it was almost the zero hour right before I turned 18. I was getting the last one uh, signed off on to make sure I got that Eagle Scout before 18 hit. Uh, and, and I didn't get anywhere near 137. I think I did the requireds and then the bare minimum uh, of electives. Uh, how how were you able to, to maintain this goal that you set so many years ago? Well, I had a lot of people helping me stay resilient. My mom was definitely a big influence and helping me schedule out times and focus. My dad came on a lot of trips with me. He went on all my hiking trips and backpacking trips with those merit badges. I had, like, a good scuba counselor, I mentioned Darren, and just a good scoutmasters. And it was just, just a ton of people with a lot of good. Yeah. We're, yeah, a lot of help. We're speaking with Neil Smalley, a Boy Scout from Provo, has the unique distinction of having earned all 137 merit badges on his way to also earning his Eagle Scout uh, award. Uh, you, to have pulled this off, demonstrates in you a, a great ability 
you, I predict, will go on to do great things. What's next for you? So I'm working on a lot of little projects right now. But the big thing that I'm doing right now or going to do is I'm trying to build robotics for the disabled. And, yeah, I've done a little few projects to help with that. Very good. Oh, well, that's admirable. I, I admire what you're up to, uh, and I admire you for uh, sticking with Scouts. It's uh, an admirable organization. Uh, Jason Neil Smalley, my guest, uh, Boy Scout from Provo. We're going to take a break right now, and when we return, we'll be joined by Alan Endicott. He is the scouting executive over the Crossroads of the West Council to have a look at what scouting is like right now. In Utah, we all know that the, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints has uh, gone separate ways from Boy Scouting, coming up with its own program. How has that left the scouting organization here in Utah? We'll find out next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. I'm in a good mood now. Uh, I'm not so much thinking about the doom and gloom of coronavirus. Got to maintain vigilance and stay disciplined and all that. But you know what's on my mind right now? I'm going back a number of years, and I'm thinking about the time I spent with my dad as scoutmaster uh, and the other Boy Scouts in my troop when I was growing up and all the merit badges we earned and the camping trips uh, we went on. Uh, that's, that's something that I haven't been doing in recent years. I haven't been camping that off. I went once. I went once earlier this year. I told you that story. I uh, took little baby Piper out into the woods for her first camping trip. She had a wonderful time. Uh, but I haven't done any good backpacking or uh, good camping really since my, my days in Boy Scouts, and I, I regret that. And so uh, getting a little reminder of the joy that can come from that type of activity uh, is, is excited me. And we'll see what I do this weekend. Who knows? I may be out camping just because of these conversations here. Uh, you, you just heard from Neil Smalley, a young man from Provo, a Boy Scout who uh, has the unique distinction of having earned every single one of the 137 merit badges uh, available to him. He said the most difficult was scuba diving, and in fact, that was the last one he earned before uh, you know, stepping into that exclusive group of those who have earned every single merit badge. I can tell you, I didn't even come close. I earned all the requireds and then the, I think, the bare minimum number of electives uh, to ultimately get my Eagle Scout. Anyway, uh, Boy Scouting here in, well, across the country, but specifically here in Utah, has gone through, uh, you know, a, a bit of a, a bit of a, a change, we'll say. Uh, there used to be a number of councils here in the state of Utah, and after it was announced that the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints would be uh, severing its relationship with the organization, uh, there was a, a shrinking of sorts, and those three councils uh, consolidated down to one, now known as the Crossroads of the West Council, and joining me uh, to give a, essentially a, a state of the association. Uh, how are things going in scouting? I have the scout executive for the Crossroads of the West Council, Alan Endicott, joining me now. Alan, welcome to the program. Thank you, Lee. It's good to be with you. Tell, tell me how things are going. Overall spirits, as you uh, look at the organization here in Utah, how are things? You know, I, I, uh, scouting is doing really well. It's growing in the state of Utah since the consolidation. We've actually grown 16.5% since the 1st of May. We're uh, one of the largest growing councils in the country right now. And uh, there's a lot of interest in, what, in scouting in our communities. Let me, I want to get into some details here in just a moment, but, uh, but you heard me bring up camping. Uh, in your position, what was the last cool camping trip you went on? Oh my gosh! I uh, I took my family and we went up uh, to uh, uh, Hinkley Scout Ranch up in the Uintas uh, and uh, did some camping up there with them. It was a wonderful place. I, I get to go the great opportunity to go to lots of great Boy Scout camps throughout the 
throughout our area. And uh, I love being able to be with the youth and be able to camp with my family and with the other good scouters in our communities. It's, it's a great thing that we get to be able to do. One of the uh, one of the changes to the organization recently was uh, the 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 ability of young women to participate in BSA Scouts. Uh, how has that uh, how has that gone since uh, now there are uh, young men and women mixed together in the organization? You know, it's gone really well. We have uh, over six hundred and twenty girls and young women that are involved in scouting in our council. They uh, they're involved in in packs and in troops. Uh, and uh, they're doing a great job. To be honest, we have uh, three female Eagle Scouts. This is the first year when that's uh, available for uh, a young woman to be able to earn the rank of Eagle Scout, and uh, three so far, and we expect many more. The young women are really enjoying scouting in our council, and they bring bring a, a lot of great flavor and interest and excitement to the program, and I have to tell you, it's really good to see these uh, uh, young girls that are involved in Cub Scouts and in, in the council, very excited, very energetic. Uh, and it's done a unique thing, Lee. It's, it's opened up what we're referring to as family scouting today. So your whole family can be involved. So one day you and Piper can uh, get involved in Cub Scouts when she gets to be old enough, and uh, you can enjoy that experience with her and uh, enjoy and remember some of the things you did when you were a boy. Oh, man. You, you put that in just the perfect terms. i got to send a text message to my wife so we don't forget about this. Piper is joining, without question, uh, Boy Scouts. Okay, uh, BSA. So uh, that's out. That's incredible. Now, listen, I, I'm competitive. And so you told me that we have three uh, Eagle Scouts, three young women, Utahns, uh, to have achieved the rank of Eagle. Were, were we the first in the nation? You know, the National Council isn't tracking first in the nation. So we'll They're say. So we'll say we are class this year. <laughs> so uh, we can say whatever we want, but the truth is, we know we have three, and we're excited for them. Two of them are sisters, and uh, they love the program, and it's uh, it's just a great thing. So very cool. Yeah. Uh, hooray to them and all of the young men who are earning Eagle Scouts right now as well. It's uh, it's a great program for all of our youth to be involved. In. You have a, a refugee program that I'm just coming to to learn the details on. W- 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 tell tell us about this program. So it's interesting you you say that because not too long ago I was at the state capitol with the governor and one of the the international scout units um, uh, making a presentation to the governor with them on behalf of scouting. These are great, great youth who are involved, both young men and young women who come from various different uh, countries that are involved in scouting. And for many, this is the first opportunity to be involved in this type of program. They uh, they love what they're doing. We have a great core of, uh, of volunteer scout leaders that work with these youth, and they are just some of the most committed people that I know towards scouting and towards helping youth to be able to develop their character and uh, turn into great citizens in our state. That's admirable. Uh, we just have uh, about 30 seconds left. Let me give you a chance to plug your holiday auction. What's going on? Yeah, the holiday auction is coming up next week. You can find information about it at utahscouts.org forward slash auction. Uh, we have all kinds of items from uh, stays in Jackson uh, and in Moab and St. George, golfing opportunities, Christmas presents. One of the fun, unique one uh, opportunities you can have is 
a leadership uh, seminar, a private leadership seminar that will be uh, conducted by Bruce and Derek Huff. Okay. I think everybody knows who Derek is, and probably most of the people in the state know who Bruce is. Yeah. Great people who are dedicating their time to be able to uh, provide a really great thing for our auction. So you can sign up. The auction goes all next week, and it's culminated on Saturday, the 21st, and uh, we'd love to have everybody support scouting in this way. It's Very a great good. opportunity. Alan Endicott, scouting executive with the Crossroads of the West Council, my guest. Uh, Alan, thanks again for your time and, your, and, and the work you do for these boys and girls. Thank you so much, and thanks for your support of Scouting Lee. 100%. Uh, all right, that's going to do it for today's program. Let me just uh, share one more thought on this scouting. Uh, if it's the if it's the BSA organization or if it is a program with church or just something you do as a family, the, the skills of being outdoors and being disciplined and learning new skills and putting yourself in a situation that is either new or uncomfortable or that requires study and concentration is so, so good is so, so good. And, and I'm a witness to, uh, you know, falling away from that. I am a witness to, because I am guilty of it, uh, of not really keeping up on, on my pattern and my habit of learning new skills. All right. And those are the things that you learn in, in scouts. That's what I remember from my youth. I want to pick that up somehow. Uh, and I'd invite you to look for an opportunity to do the same. Uh, and you know what? <laughs> Why not right now in the middle of this uh, COVID stuff, right? We're supposed to be spending a lot, of, a lot more time at home. Why not learn a new skill or learn a new trade or find some time out in the woods, do some hiking, do some camping? That's my invitation to you. Time for me to step aside. I'll be back tomorrow, 1230 to 3. You and I here shooting the breeze on live mic. Now, though, it's time for Jeff Kaplan's Afternoon News ahead here on KSL News Radio.